Jake from the Herald and Modcast. Sarah and Jake Essa from the Herald and Modcast, reporting live from Ennis Toyman in Ennis Toyman in a Daly's Pub in Ennis Toyman, Ireland, and we are here with Willie Daly, the, the matchmaker, himself. the man, the myth, the legend, if you will. I hope I'm not over-speaking myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not. Okay, great, great, Thanks great. Indeed. It's so lovely to meet the both of you, and you're very good to travel that distance from America and come here to this little small town, and we're thrilled that we have you here now. It's a great little it's a town. It's a great pleasure, yeah, yeah. It is. It's a very old town, but it has a lot of character in it. Yeah, absolutely. So, How old exactly? When was it established? Uh, it would have been... No, it's a good question. <laughs> Sarah, but it's a long time. Sorry, I didn't mean to trip you I, up I, right now. No, 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 you're grand. I'd say it. I wish it would be... Um, it was a garrison town early years, you know, and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And wow. uh, there had been a lot of soldiers in the town. There was 52 pubs in the town. 52 and the, pubs? And there was only 300 people. What? Yeah, so it was like two people, three people yeah. per pub, yeah. And then to survive on that, actually that is correct as well, you know, to survive on most of the... Um, Publicans would buy a little bit of land somewhere mm-hmm. outside the town and they'd have two or three cows and many instances they'd supply milk. That time there was no bottles, they'd just come in with a saucepan, a steel saucepan, have it nice and clean. They'd dip in their little quart, they'd call it, or a half a gallon or a pint, and they'd give you milk for maybe a penny or top. And so this was very, very common for a lot of people, men that cycle in on their bike with a can of milk or they'd come wow. on a donkey and cat. But that's and how they donkey. made their living. Really? Yeah. Along at the pub, no, there'd be very big fair days in the pub in the town. Then there was there was fourteen fairs between sheep fairs, cattle fairs, and oh, horse fairs. Okay. Oh. And there was two or three funeral places. So it was the, the big excitement, and indeed from a matchmaking point of view, the big excitement would have been mainly funerals. People that was would. the matchmaking excitement. And was when you think, yeah, big. Oh, because you have widows and widowers. Well, not necessarily that, okay. no, but uh, to be a get-together and to start off when yeah. I was very young, 10 and 11, to start off and they'd be very sad starting and then there'd be a lot of drink because they still do make local poutine, they call it, you know. Uh-huh. And it's very much stronger now than whiskey, but it looks like vodka, very clear. Oh, and okay. uh, so after a while, then you know, you'd hear no talk from uh, in the due to the sadness of a funeral. If it was a young person, especially, you know, if it was an old person, it wouldn't have been that sad. Right. Yeah, you know. yeah. So, but a young death knows. I've been to someone that would see seriously that, but so eight o'clock up to. 11, you could hear a pin drop. Then they'd say the rosary. And then about half, yeah, about half, they'd stay in the houses all night, you see. So then about half 12, they'd start drinking. Alan, how are you keeping up? How are you getting on? So the drinking, and then you'd hear the noise lifting. I'd be very uh-huh. young, you know, I'd come with my father, maybe. You'd hear the noise, the volume of noise, the talk lifting. And then maybe about half two, you'd hear someone singing. Oh. Really? And the poutine would start working, you know. Oh, okay. So it would become very... For me, no, it was kind of... Because I wasn't drinking, of course, at 19, 11. Yeah, you know, of course, I think yeah. I started at 12, then. Ah. <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, we had... Uh, my father was quite old, so I started going to fair, selling the cattle on the farm and that from 12 to on. Did you grow up right in this town? Well, I this tiny farm out there. We keep a lot of horses outside the town, about two miles. Yeah. And that's where you still live? Yeah, still live out there. How long has it been in your family? 
It's uh, three or four generations. My son now is wow. going up. Rory's done up a lovely 17th century house on the farm. Just now he's a not 17th finished, century? So yeah. we're so not used to that where we live in California. Yeah, it's a beautiful little house. Now, small enough, modest, but still it's uh, big in, in some ways. It's got... Uh-huh. Kind of four or five bedrooms, a little old kitchen, a beautiful view where it is now. It looks out on the Atlantic Ocean and the sea, so it's lovely. Though. Yeah. Every, every morning I have my breakfast, I'm looking out in the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, it's that's about incredible. two miles away, but I see there's three castles, lovely, the golf clubs, which is near the beaches, you know, and so... We have a little oh, yes, riding school where people come for riding holidays. It's some of it you could get it on the computer now. It's called we do a thing. It's called on the trail of love. And that's yours, yeah, your family's. Where people ride for six days with a view to falling in love and being romantic. Uh, well, love. so tell us about because you are known as the matchmaker of Ireland. And <laughs> yeah, is this is, how did you get into this? How did this well, come okay. about? So for me now, for me. I inherited it, you know. You did? Yeah, my father done a certain amount of matchmaking. My grandfather did a lot. Yeah. Okay. Of it, but mainly horse fairs, cattle fairs. He was a heavyish drinker enough, you know, so was I as well myself up for a long time. I still enjoy a lot of drink, but I don't, not as much as I used to, you know. Yeah. No, my father, unfortunately, didn't drink much. Unfortunately, <laughs> well, I why do you need to have the drink well, to helps. be a good matchmaker? Uh, it helps. It helps. It helps. Okay. Uh, thinking properly and you know, getting into people's company and everything. Okay. Like that. I, I hear that. Yeah. Drink is an icebreaker. Yeah. That's <laughs> it is. funny. It is. But especially for Irish people, are very shy. They want. They are. Oh, Irish people are seriously shy. I mean, they won't, in this environment, you see, they won't talk to a woman much until about 12 o'clock in the night. Okay. And then, you know, then they, you won't, they won't stop. It's so because they don't the, propose, they've been drinking, yeah. okay. They won't propose much between, well, you know, in general, most nights, Irish men don't propose much <laughs> until about between quarter to 12 and a quarter to four in the morning. Is that a scientific fact? It is, you know, I don't know about a, a scientific yeah. one, or but it's how it is, you know. Yeah. So, you see, they'd be too shy, and then later on, they just build up a lot of energy and a lot of courage, and uh-huh. their romance comes into the dead, and if they're good-looking and young, they meet a nice girl that'll be attracted to them and sometimes women are very you know there's such a thing as woman's wiles yeah you know sometimes yep. a fella get down women he might be a fella slow to propose now it's a women are it's important to be able to, to be subtle in that line so a fella so he might get very drunk and the next thing you know he'd be kind of down but not he wouldn't be going to propose but he just couldn't get up you know right yeah. so and then the woman that said she might have someone who said oh, Jesus you don't have to get down on your two knees I don't you know I'll marry you she'd say ah. <laughs> yeah, right, so right, that, right, and then right. she'd go off and tell him about so he'd be most Irish people are very happy that some men especially that someone else will make the arrangements they don't want to be bothered uh, well so how uh, do you make the arrangements, yeah, how, are the arrangements? how does this work well, mine is simple now I mean all, most of my life would be a little bit about uh, a bit about um, introducing people on the spot but not necessarily because right. I'd get a lot of letters all my life was letters, letters. No, oh God, from yeah. all over all Ireland over the world as well, all yeah. over the world from England Germany Iraq from America and they there's want big, you to find someone man, in Ireland there's a man just walked in there now he met a woman here the last man that walked he probably may talk to you know he met a woman here in the bar about 
I'd say six, two months ago now. There, she's coming back in a week from, I think, Los Angeles. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, big, lovely woman. Now. But I, I get him to say hello, and then the other man might come in. Tommy, how are you getting on? How are you people, Tommy? Very well. Nice to you, Those people are over from Los Angeles, Tommy. Los Angeles, Is yes. Los Angeles, sir? Yeah, yes. you're right, yeah. Los Angeles. Well, I've never been to the States. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> oh, no. I was What's going yours? over when the Korean War broke out. Oh, the Korean, the Korean War. War. And I didn't go over, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, Tommy. Well, how would he? Thanks, What are the things going to do? Oh, my God, yeah. Tommy, Tommy spent forever feeding all the... He was a butcher. Oh, a butcher. okay. And a good Next one. Next door? No, up this way. Okay. Up this way, yeah. But a very good one. He fed, he very generous, very decent butcher. No, yeah. Say, when he tossed the year, he was a big dust of it. Oh, that's and nice. Quickly, I get back to this. Now, most of my matchmaking... Yeah, he's, we've got a big in. book here. Yeah, by okay. the way yeah, it looks extremely old okay, no, so and used and yeah abused abused <laughs> I mean uh, how old is this exactly it's about 160 years approximately 160 no it's full it's full of uh, people who wanted to get married and people who got married now believe it or not I didn't open the book almost for 20 years because it is full and yeah. if I do, it falls apart. So like, this has know. everybody's name oh, in it? Oh, not that everybody's, okay. no, but up to about 20 years ago. It is, yeah. Everything okay. would be on a record of it, you know. And was it wow. your father's before yours? Father's and your grandfather's? And, and grandfather's, yeah. It goes that far back? Oh, it does. You know, he died, and I only knew that actually there about a year ago through uh-huh. the internet. One of my first, my, my grand, no, nieces was doing something about the family thing. Yeah. Right. And she found out he died in 1901, so yeah. he surely... He wasn't old, no, but he was 60-something, but he'd probably have used it 40 years anyway. Wow. For 40 years, and then yeah, it went yeah. down to my father, and I have it since, I'm just doing it 50 years now, the match me. You've so been doing this for 50 years yeah, yourself? Yeah, I'm 50 this year now. How, how Approximately, you know, give or take a year, you know. So is the, did your father pass on the trade? Is it like a family trade, a skill? I call that, no, it was just, that's a beat, I suppose, you know, he stopped quickly enough at a point in time, he's got old and a bit ill in hell uh-huh. and I didn't actually take over at that stage because I was very bored of it as a result sure. of watching it yeah I did, they did. I said the same as my children now. I mean, I'm not sure whether they I don't want to do it. I'm not saying that we know us. One of them said, Well, when you die, we will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Right, they want that extra time. So, yeah. yeah, and I did it. He was dead maybe eight years, I'd say. Uh huh. Eight years, wow. Maybe yeah. something like that. And um, everyone said, When are you starting? When, but you see, when are you starting? So I kind of didn't say, I, You see, I had seen a lot of people come into our house, mainly a, a mother with a son. Maybe a little mother, and she'd follow questions now, and she'd be looking to talk to my Oh, a mother trying to get her son yeah. a match? Married, yeah, and uh, so yeah. we'd be in the parlour now, we had no electricity or no running water at that time, you know, mm-hmm. so we'd be, but we had a radio. A radio? A wet and, it was a wet and dry battery, so we'd be watching my sisters, my stepbrother and myself, would be listening to Luxembourg. Uh-huh. Luxembourg. Yeah, it was a lovely program. Elvis Presley being it, and uh, all the modern songs. So then a knock would come on the door, and this one say, "How are you?" That say, "How? Well, is your father in?" Yeah. <laughs> see this tall young lady with red face and the mother bringing him in to see who would suit him. So in one instance, my older sister did, you know, she's dead. My mother and sister were killed in a car accident, actually. Oh, Wait, what? I'm sorry. Which was 1984. That's a good while ago. 1984. Mm. 
That's sad, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's okay. So anyways, um, we were in the Kitsok dealer section going with my father. No, I never wouldn't want to be bothered like that. I'd be listening, but then after a while, he wouldn't want to listen anymore, you know. Yeah. So she went in and she did note paper. So the boy's name was Michael. So she said, Henry, she said, he works very hard, this boy. He's a hard worker boy. He has tin cows, you know, and he makes them and he mines and he has dry cattle. He gets up every morning at 6 o'clock. I mean, you know... So That's hard he work. talked out that, and then he was a good-looking little fellow enough, but shy. Uh-huh. Dark hair and but a very red face, like, you know, bashful. So his mother going around with him, I suppose, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to make a long story short, anyway, dealer says, well, what kind of Michael, what kind of a girl would you like? Would you like... Uh, um, she said, what well, kind of little girl would you like to meet and fall yeah. in love yeah. with? And the mother turned straight away. She says, what does he know about love? She says, I want to know about it. She says, what he wants, she says, is someone that's got to help him out with the sheep up on the mountain or go to the bog with him and, and do the turf and things like that. Okay. So the it was, you know, that should be probably a little 12, maybe, you know, getting in ideas, maybe 12, you know, I would think so. And be thinking about that age, they'd be thinking, like, Fiona there now is 13 or 14, so they'd be thinking... Wait a minute, the mother brought her 12-year-old child. Oh, no, child. no, my, my sister oh, was 12. okay, okay. He was about 29. Okay, 29, okay. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay. So, I'm with um, you. Yeah. So that would be that. So then I was, that that, then I said, I'm not going to bother, you know. So I said, I like being free, you know, and love uh-huh. being out every night, drinking and dancing and all the things that you do So in time, then I just started, and it went like that bit by bit all the way. Yeah. This day, you know. Well, well, it hasn't t- ridiculously changed, no. Yeah, with the I, internet, hasn't I'm, that completely yeah, changed that things, no? Or are you no. still dealing with it in the same way, yeah, despite... Yeah, I still do it with Thank you, you. No, that's, Thank you, uh, See, that's the form I use there. Oh, it's a form. Okay. Oh, no, that's part of it. If I'm not introducing them in person, I'd post that after them. And, uh, Let's see what, can I see what this says? Okay. Traditional renowned matchmaker. Well, I didn't start the email yet, no, but I might. You, know. you don't but ask you a lot of questions. Too, huh? I don't. I never did you that yet. yet. Just no, your no, name, address, general interests and hobbies, personal well, preferences for a partner. Yeah. yeah. Standard stuff. Standard stuff. How What's much do age? people write in here? Do they write a lot? Do they get really specific or they just keep it well, general? a lot of people write that say, you know, some people are disappointed. That say, is that all I have to write? Uh huh. And I'd say, well, you know, you could write, you could write a thousand things, but if you're confronted by a person in my matchmaking, haven't seen the older type matchmaking for people, you know, a man might be 84, 85, and he fallen in love with a lovely young, mean, lastly after young girl, like, yeah. I yeah. So if I was getting someone for you now, it's I probably get fairly tall, dark haired man. Relatively strong uh-huh. shoulders, kind of physically thin build, mm-hmm. well, maybe five foot eleven. Maybe taller. Uh, yeah, maybe uh. taller. <laughs> 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 and uh, and uh, well, I have to see you standing there. So you see, most of my matchmaking has been that way. But like, if it's true correspondence, then you see, I have. So to you saying it's by instinct? Because a little well, that's bit the thing. by. Did okay. you inherit instinct? Do you think? I would think so. Is it so. an inherited instinct from your from your family? I would. It would have been. Yeah. Uh, Is that what you'd be, call it? Because I mean, well, that's what I would call it. No, yeah? that's, that's the word. I often didn't remember that word, but that was some of it. Okay. Like an incentive, like intuition. 
Yeah. So like if you see Irish a woman, intuition. Willie's you, intuition. Yeah, Willie mm. Daly's intuition. Is yeah. that what's on the call? Can you imagine down the past no, this is just little jokes and stories, you know, yeah. that uh you know, it's very common for men to be in there. When it, I still have people in the 90s. There's one man now, he's 19, the other man 92. Uh-huh. And they and still would still like looking. to get married. One of them comes into the office. He's seen it list of Valadis. I'm already in the corner of that now. I don't uh-huh. like that. It belongs to White's Group Hotels, you know, that place. So, so he'd come in, lovely face, very thin. Don't talk, no, but he'd, have things. he'd come in, he'd pick up the phone like that and a pin. Yeah. Ten minutes though, looking at it. Then leave it down. Then he takes out a little bit of paper out of his pocket. Uh-huh. Would like to get married and have children. What? At ninety? At ninety two uh, years old? Does yeah. it happen? Well, I, I guess know. it could. Well, yeah, I, mean, I don't know, no, I haven't been successful. Okay. Well, have to be so well. then have would, to be I, I would say I would say then to the two girls working with me, I'd say, Mike, we have a little chat, they saw Curtis and such a lovely face now, you know, to be fair about. But um he don't know his name and he don't know where he's from. Oh, so, yeah. So, but then he'd put his hand in his pocket then and he'd take out fifty euros. Oh, every night he comes down and he'd say he'd like a whiskey himself and he'd say get a light of a whiskey as well and, and, uh, and um, he'd get one for the girls right so the man in this 92 is still dancing still everything still dancing still dancing I so met him, how, how I met him now this time. I met him this time now in, in the in the hydro at about half eight. He's coming sixty nine years. I said I hope I make it to seventy. I hope wow. you don't know. Oh, he, the hydro over Lisbon. Yeah, his yeah. problem was simple. No, he was too good looking. Very really? tall, very good looking, very well dressed. Always had a shirt and a tie. How could really? he be too good looking well, to he, be match made? Getting, no, he was getting too much attention. Oh, yeah. No, no, oh, no, not putting okay. people off. But he got a lot of admiration. Okay. He had a lovely head of hair and a nice yeah. blonde yeah. hair, and he had oh, waves. Yeah. And he knew would know that he was good looking, so he'd have his lovely tie, a lovely sports coat, about six foot one maybe. Yeah. And he'd go home every year. His neighbour told me that this. I never. He never approached me actually for any help, but I just, you know, recognised him and remembered him from all the other years now. Wow. So he'd go home and he'd have a rake in numbers of women. Really? Be admiring him, you know. But I mean, yeah. he, then the next year came, the next year, the next year, the next. This year was the first time I saw him. Excuse me, looking a good bit older this time. Yeah, yeah. So he was, he was, he was in the hydro dancing. I walked in, and he was coming out, and I saw him dancing. I said, John, I said, you're going well in there. That looks nice. Tis, he says, but the women are old. Tis, says, you know. He said the women said, are old. Yeah, I thought it very good, and they were old now. Well, well, they're not older than. Him. So oh, how, no, do, how no. do things work at the? Uh, they, how do things like work at the matchmaking? Yeah, fifty, fifty, fifty. Then he's still wants to have kids. He's and how old no. is he? He's, he's ninety. Oh, this is the yes. 90s, the guy that was handsome. Yeah, fifty-seven's not old for ninety-seven. Well, he wants to have kids. Is a little bit old. He's still fair. So where does his twenty cows and hundred sheep? You know, you'll see in his hands that he works hard. Really. I hope he makes the 70, like, he never asked me to go anything. Yeah. Oh, so he's 69, right? No, no, he's coming with 69 years. Yeah, he's 90. He's 90, the same person. So tell us about the matchmaking festival. Like, how do things work for you during that time? It's a little off. That would be 
Yeah. Do people contact you in advance to set up appointments? come from America and they would contact me in advance. Okay. And if they do, you know, there's a huge thing going for some reason. This boy is an example. It happens so easy when they're coming here. They just can't believe the amount of attention they get from fellas, you know. Yeah, but yeah. But there's no women in the places. There's 29 and a half men to everyone. That's this crazy. So, uh, so anyway, um, so they'd be coming first, you say. Uh, that's what I'd say to them. Well, look at you know, get in, I'll send you off, get a few details from you, and I'd start putting you in touch with fellas straight away. So when you come in September, you'll have the two, you'll have a double-edged thing, you'll have the festival with plenty of men at it, and you'll already have, if you're travelling to Galway, to sightsee, travelling to Kerry, going to Wexford, you'll have a fella in all these places as well, you know, so you'll be kind really? of... So you know guys in different towns and stuff? And all over. What's so. your network like? Like, how do you keep track of all uh, these people? I have here? Is it all over here? <laughs> Or is it like... Well, I'm not organised, no. I'm probably the most unorganised, but I still know what everything is. Yeah. My, my biggest enemy is now when my daughters come home. One of them is in... Trinidad, that's one oh, of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, well, she married an American diplomat. And how are you getting on? How are you keeping? He's a good sleep back now. Yeah, well. oh, that was the guy yeah, was at the end of the bar. Good old guy. Okay. Yeah, he, was out, he was here with his mother last night, no, and they're lovely. They probably really? didn't go home at all. Oh, so, and then I have a daughter in Australia. One in Spain, a son in Spain. Wow, your family's pretty oh, uh, international yeah, well, travelers here. There's four at home, which isn't bad either. Because then you have eight children all together. Yeah, six four at home, two, and then four abroad. Yeah, four wow. at home. So the American girl in Trinidad, she married, she's young enough now, but she married an American guy. He's, they travel from country to country every three years. Okay. Wow. He's kind of a, there's a world on it now, you know, he works with the American government. Oh. And he's kind of Right, he's able to pick yeah. up languages. He was they were in Israel, they were in um, uh, Africa, I think what part? No, I can't Africa. think of it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're in Trinidad now. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's exciting. I don't exciting. know they're going to next now. I think they're well, no, going somewhere yeah. off. Yeah, it is now. She has three kids. Three, no, she was home at Christmas. Oh, she so, was home at Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's me. No, my, so my situation is I'm good. I do my matchmaking in the morning. It's in the morning? Morning and evening, but more in the morning. My memory's as fresh or something. You know, okay. It's good fresh in the morning. So I do that, and I do it monthly often, week. And sometimes I'd get calls at three and four o'clock in the night. Really? Yeah, fellas looking for women. And sometimes now that's a bit late. <laughs> but, yeah. I, yeah. but I would never not answer a phone. And mainly, the main reason is, you know, well, I was having a good-sized family and grandchildren. Yeah. Now, I'd, be, I'd be afraid there'd be an accident. And I'm, oh, I'm of not course. Going, so. You want to answer your phone. Yeah. 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 No, is it, is it like a hotline? Or is it like a, a phone number that It's just your phone get, number. That they can get. Yeah, I'll tell you, it wasn't that easy to, to pin down you know, your number. Heart, such as heart is broken. Don't last is broken. And there are no two on it. That oh, phone yeah. is from like 1998, my I friend. I don't know, no, but it's pretty old. That's pretty cool, though. It is, yeah. yeah. It does the business. I've known Yeah, if you got your business done, man, it, it works. Don't matter. It don't matter, yeah. And but, uh, quickly, I'll just tell you a quick story, you know, about so the matchmaking was. Uh, and get me back into the American thing. You see, there's the thing about Irish men and American women, as sure as God knows, it's like a cow and a cock of hay. 
Yeah, Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. They're just the Irishmen are characters. You see. Yes. They, yeah. they drink a lot and they sing a lot and they dance yeah, they a lot. Do. Okay. And you think American uh, women like that? They do. Okay. I think. I mean, there wouldn't be exactly teenagers now. The American women who come. <coughs> They'd be middle aged. Well, younger and middle aged. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Forty four up to kind. Of, I won't say the age. Maybe a little less thirty. So we've had last summer. The girls came in there. Very early talkies. Oh. How many American people think you think come for the matchmaking you, season? Well, no, okay, I'm going to put it like this to you, Jake. That isn't um, necessarily a hundred percent that they come. Now, a good lot come for the matchmaking, but a lot come to Ireland okay. on holidays. Now, Ireland is a small place, so if they're down in Cork. Yeah. If they're up in Dublin and they say, well, there's a festival down at Clare, a match, so they want to hit on it for maybe two days, maybe right. one, or they're not necessarily coming, but then they get all these lovely surprises. Yeah, they end up I'll get Alan in a while, he might say a few words to you about his woman now. Okay. He, oh, yeah. He should now, I'm not sure. The boy would be better, Michael, that married her. And that tall Michael, now, he, I introduced him in New York, the girl he married her, he has two children, but they're separated, and he's a bit drunk now, I know. He's probably okay. It's not a tall that girl there. Okay. Nice fella, very nice fella. Nice fella. But I don't think it's cut on. Oh. It's no good. But he he pull out of it. He, of the marriage. Oh, that's gone. That's okay. Gone. But, uh, yeah. but he'll he get. But so quickly, I tell you the story, anyways, of the. Yeah, please do. The age, This is what was in the past, where maybe an 84 year old man might be introduced. Now, how lucky he'd be, you know, to be introduced, maybe as like a lottery thing in the older matchmaking. Yeah. The girl might be 18, 23, 24. Whoa. You know, what? so there's three brothers, three stories, so I'll just tell you those. So to be like a lottery, who would be available at that moment? No, women weren't fussy because they either travelled abroad and rather than be so shy that hate leaving their or they okay. might marry an old man. Now, the, the nice thing about marrying an old man is that's a saying, especially an old man's darling and a young man's slave. <laughs> so oh. the, and you see, they have a roof over their head and they're more, in all probability, a girl being 18 to 28 would have kids, you know. Right. So, I mean, she would have more love in that household. She'd have respect for the old man. Yeah. And she'd have love. But the, the joke part is the 84-year-old man falling in love with the 19-year-old girl. That's that's a little <laughs> extreme. Lucky. Like Carolyn Mudd. He wanted the stories about the 84-year-old and the 18-year-old. His flu injection, he was 84 and he was fell in love with a lovely 19-year-old girl. Why wouldn't you if you were 84? Like, you know. So they were getting married. So he was leaving the doctor's office and he said, Doctor, I'm getting married to an 18-year-old girl. And the doctor said, God, he said, Michael, that could be fatal, he says to him, you know. So Michael thought for a moment and says, well, look, a doctor, he says, if she dies, she dies, he says. So the other one is his brother. There were three brothers anyway. So the other one was the brother, and he was 86, and he fell in love with the sister, and they got married. The three girls had been in London. There were 11 stories up in a flat, and they didn't like London. They just missed Ireland, and they missed the friendliness of the people and stuff like that. So, James, how you doing? <laughs> I'd have to bring you down to see all the bachelors there now. But what that is, so anyway, so they decided rather than being there, wouldn't it be, it was well off to be at home we'd marry a few people and we'd be near each other and they could talk to them with himself so and he was uh, Paddy was actually 86 
and she was 19. So, 1986? Yeah. And he worked on the farm all his life, so all he ever read was about the price of cows, the price of cattle, and photographs of cattle and cows. They won prizes, maybe, and, and sheep and pigs. That was all he was interested in. Wow. So on the fourth night of their honeymoon, he saw her reading the daily paper, and on the second page, he noticed there was photographs of girls that weren't overdressed in it, you know. Yeah. So he get, got concerned. You know, there were not very little clothes on him. You know, just in, you know. And, uh, so and he was getting worried and he got anxious. And he said, so they were getting into bed. And he says, I didn't. He says, he said, I, I, I'm kind of concerned. And, and he says, I'm worried. He said, do you mind me asking you? He says, am I the first man you ever slept with? He says to her. Yeah. And she says, you are, Paddy. She says, I stayed awake with all the rest of them. She says. <laughs> There's a talk one, Dino. I tell you the talk one, so I'll be nice to tell you a story. So, this was the most typical Irish mother trying to get the other son married. Nice to meet you. Bye bye. So, the other boy was 56. Young enough now, he was an afterthought. I love the way you call them boys, even though he's 56. Well, yeah, even up to 17, 18 in Ireland. As long as the parents are alive, they're young lads. They said, tell them young lads to come in, and they might be 80. It's different in California. Yeah, California, everybody's trying to be 25. Yeah, you know. Oh, God, yeah, it's wild. It's wild. So, anyway, he was shy. And he was the second farm he got from an uncle, and he was shy and quiet, and he didn't want to mix. And the mother kept saying all the time, uh, John, she'd say, why don't you go out and meet someone and settle down, and you'll have someone to drive the cows and the cattle with you and help you yeah. on the farm. And he said, I'm, I'm, I'm no good talking to women. He said, no. But she said, why don't you go out, take a drink or two, and maybe chat them up a bit. Uh, he says, any time I do, they seem to walk away after a while. Yeah. He wouldn't say much, you see. He'd only, he'd be very, very shy. Yeah. And then they'd kind of leave, you you know, so she said, you know, she said, the Kelly Gellers are back home for Christmas. They live up the mountain. But I go up and talk to the oldest girl. So he said, you like do so, Mama. So anyway, she went up and made an arrangement to, um, to meet that he'd marry Mary Kelly. She was the oldest of the sisters. And she was happy. She, he was honest and he was nice. She was about 34 now, you know, so she didn't like either... Uh, she was in Dublin. She didn't like city life, you know. Uh-huh. Just missed the niceness of country, the quality of country life, yeah, you know. So, so anyway, she, the mother came back and she said, John, she says, I have good news. Mary Kelly said she'd marry you. God, he said, that's great, Mama, thanks. So he went into town that night and he met his friend, Jerry. And he said, Jerry, my mother is after fixing me up. She's after making a match with myself and Mary Kelly. And Jerry said, Jesus, he says, that lady, he says, uh, John, he says, she slept with half in the town, he says. <laughs> so anyway, so quickly, I'll just tell you this so quick. So she came home and he was, and he said, Mama, he says, that woman you want me to marry, Mary Kelly, my friend Jerry said, she slept with half the town. And the mother said, look what she says, if she's good enough for half the town, she's good enough for you. <laughs> now, these are jokes. But quickly, That's wonderful. So, now, I'm going to get back anyway to the matchmaker, which is, you see, the thing now between American men and Irish women are not as successful as American women and Irish men. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. I think the men that come, they don't have the right... I hate saying this publicly now. They don't have... They have a little bit the wrong attitude. Okay. They come thinking that they're going to meet... Um, mainly they look for... A movie for, star. Uh, not really, no, but a very religious person. 
Oh, really? Yeah, it's puritanically minded, you know, and that they kind of hope they'd be going to mass and things like that, and not smoke and maybe not drinking that much. And as I often say, that's the wrong country. The opposite thing, as I said, the nice thing that happens from the Irish, the girls who come uh, mainly, I think they get a big surprise the amount of attention they get from men that are considerably younger often, and who has marvellous appreciation of them. You know, the thing about an Irishman, you know, that their lifestyles are not busy. Now, today you were in here at six, and all these guys are in the pub all day. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, you see, lean went out there, fishermen and things, so they have a lot of time in their hands to make a woman feel very special and feel loved and feel cherished. Like, And they wouldn't have... You see, what's nice about it as well is that it would be genuine. It wouldn't be like pretense because they just don't meet women like. Right. And when they do, they kind of put their arms around them and they kind of don't want to let them go. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. And what do you? Uh, what would you say is the secret to lasting love? Well, I have a very, I have another nice joke for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> before I answer this, before I answer, this is the story of this couple. They were married for fifty-seven years. Uh-huh. And they were being interviewed by a local paper and they said, you know, can you tell us, you know, it's a long time and they had 15 children. They said, what, what, what is it? What is the secret? Like, well, so the, they both said, the husband said, well, it's about compromising. So he said, okay, give us an example. So what he said, about three years ago, we wanted to paint the house, he said. And he said, Mary wanted to paint it yellow. And I wanted to paint it white. Yeah. So then, so what color did you choose? He says white. He says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all about compromise. No, I'll tell you. No, I'll just tell you this about matchmaking. No, there's on record. There's very few uh, matches that were actually made by a matchmaker that break up. Right. Very few. Very few. No, I'm. It's for me. That's a little bit of a strange thing because. Um, they may not start off, you see, certainly up to... My matchmaking is a little different now, with, with mad, mad, mad love, you know. Yeah. They start off with, with basic kind of a, someone that needs someone, to need someone in their life, someone to share their life with, someone to be happy with, to work with, and to be loved and loved, and loved by, you know. So I think those ingredients, and there is an old saying, you know, you know, where there's no love, put love and you'll find love. And a lot of it is respect. Right, respect is the key. key? Is, is that what you're I saying? Would, I would think respect is, is a very big thing, respect. Okay. And I think myself that Irish men are good in that sense of, you know, no, as well as respect, to have a great um, adaptability, not to be... Not to interrogate, you know. They're just quite people, and they they have a great acceptance as well. I mean, you know, it's 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 a natural it's a natural thing that a woman is going to kind of maybe change her mind. Well, not every twenty five minutes, but Ah. well, once or twice, and they're entitled to that, you know. And an Irish man don't mind, you know. If he said, "Well, we go such a place," no, we go this place, no, we go another place. It's all right. I don't mind where we go, you know. He's not going to say, "Well, I want to go such a place." Well, if if there's a pub. If there's a pub at the end of it, you can go anywhere. Yeah, like, it doesn't you know, matter. Yeah. It's <laughs> at the end of the day. But it's, it's about, as well, lifestyle. Okay. Lifestyle. Lifestyle that you see 
people in while the, you know these guys know some maybe tomorrow they'll start doing a bit that well, they mainly fish a lot of them fish so they go to the sea but not until around mid-April. Okay. So they have a great old relaxing period and then they get up at four o'clock. My oldest son Henry knows a fisherman with lean was there with the red jacket just uh-huh. gone out. Oh yeah. And they fish for lobsters. So they get up at four o'clock and make a good bit of old money for and then the season mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. for about five months. And uh, that kind of a thing. But I think as well as that that um a lot of uh, love and romance and all that is a lot to do with timing as well. It's about that moment. You know, like my matchmaking always has been, oh, Sarah would say, if I was finding a, a girl for you or, or a partner for Sarah would say, you know, when they'd be walking towards you, say, Jesus, that's the woman I want to spend the rest of my life with. Yeah. Does that still happen, though? Oh, God, it would. With me, it would match, but it's all, my matchmaking has been physically now. Not 100% when they were going to the forums then you know I wouldn't always know uh-huh. I mightn't see one or two of them sometimes and they still meet away and their own discretion but so that wouldn't be but generally speaking I like to put people that I know are going to be attracted to each other yeah. like, how do you know though Is I don't know sure how I know it's just no. your instinct yeah, it's yeah. Really daily's instinct like Alan Alan now with that woman I introduced him to him and there was, there was younger guy. there was younger guys that actually were interested yeah. you know but that's that's Alan and Michael if Michael makes it You've been speaking to him anywhere. That had been about the fourth now. Uh-huh. This James, James, lovely boy, he's an artist as well now. Yeah. An artist and a chef. An artist and a chef. And a chef, yeah. And a kind of an alcoholic as well. We have to kind of wrap up our interview. So I got to play a tune. I'll do a tune that will listen to you as well. Tell us, give us some final words. Okay, I'll Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you a little about and the about book. The and tell us about yeah. Tell us about your book out called it. The yeah. Last Matchmaker. The Last Matchmaker yeah. by Willie Daly. It's a very Daly distinguished picture of you. It is. I didn't see, I didn't see it until today. You know. I haven't seen that book. The story of the man who brought love to Ireland. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you the book on home as well. I haven't read it myself. Wow. Yeah, you were saying you had a friend of mine in America that kept saying, when are you going to write a book? When are you going to... I'd be telling her stories, you see. She yeah. does weddings. And then here, her name is the lovely girl now. They were pub in the Bronx somewhere in New York. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And then she actually went out one time. She met Claire, my oldest daughter, before her phone. She did the matchmaking with me now. She lives in Lanzarote. Her husband works there. Uh-huh. And their kids, he's... Uh, they have, he did a three-year contract in it, and he had maybe three more. They have a nice quality of life, you know. Yeah. So she's not rushing back. But to make a long story short, anyway, the next thing, and that's Philip Dodd, he was a writer. Yeah. And then they got a publisher. Okay. It's, and a, it's, it's just, a nice looking it's book. It's just gone it's into really America nice now. Printing. What about the movie from the 90s? The, the matchmaker, the matchmaker. that seems to be based on you a bit. about you? Or well, I don't you know. Grapple? Would you believe yeah, this? No, I didn't ever see it. No, you never saw it. Seen it? But it's came, weird. It's very it? similar to the yeah, town. They came in, no, they came in here actually several times. They had a look at my book. Yeah. They just we talked to them many times. Yeah. And then I think up in Galway they made it. But I'm sometime I must see. Like it. Oh, they made it up in Galway. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it took a lot from you. Yeah. From the process in the town. Sarah, are you going to the toilet? What's that? Are you going to the toilet? To Tyler? To Tyler. Yes. You know. Oh, I yeah. The reason I think, you know, I just wanted to see all the men just down there. Oh, there's no, okay. there's no oh, woman. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. There's no, I mean, this place is starving. If I could get about the point of women in kind of quick. 
Oh, I'm going to bring this with us. Yeah, oh, she's wonderful. She's a great person. I know, it's quite a distance. It's a long distance to come. Oh, absolutely. I say that all the time. Now, when I'm, I must say this as well now. When women contact me from America and men, of course, as well. I do the best I can for everybody. I think everybody deserves to get as much as they can. It's an artistic hard work for me. I kind of not find. I don't find a difference. Oh, good. But I do say to them, you know, when you're coming, see it as a holiday. Mm. Don't see it quite you're coming to find a man to get married. Yeah. No, at least don't be shouting about that. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong at doing that. But to come see, it's a tiny island. See it as a little holiday. And the nice possibility of falling in love, finding love, and being in love is, is, is nice to have thrown in as, as yeah. an added bonus to it. That's the bonus. That's what I think, you know. I don't, when people come, especially, there's something about being very intent in anything. Yeah. It does put things off. It puts things off. It, it puts things in a wrong vibe. It yeah. does, you know. Just like just two appearance. Yeah. Come as, like when fellas come to this Dunbarna to the matchmaking and they come with too serious about finding a wife they nearly won't yes they it's won't too written across the forest I'm fucking desperate <laughs> yeah exactly women get turned off by that yeah, yeah I couldn't agree more it has to be casual and nice and calm and casual we'd happen yeah I'm here you know I am because they already know if they're here for the festival you're probably here to meet them well that sums it up right so you don't have to have the thing on top of your forehead for god's sakes yeah yeah you don't have to yeah that sums it up they're at the festival it's a matchmaking festival and you don't have to be shouting down their face yeah. you're here looking for a wife that, that puts but fellas tease people saying it alright you're, you're here looking for a husband yeah they don't have to hear that no no unless especially looks, with women I unless women. he looks a bit like Brad Pitt or something like yeah. that yeah then you're okay <laughs> outside of yeah outside yeah, of the George Clooney's and the Brad Pitt's yeah. you can't really I find that very true with women they don't want you to come on too strong yeah it doesn't kind of work no it doesn't work as well last night there was a lovely young fella here a friend of mine and all and he said I've been out with a woman for ages but he he pushes a bit too hard yeah yeah and then you find too quick yeah yeah, it, it doesn't know that to listen. You gotta be cool, man. There's no rush. Well, actually, there, there is. We have to Tommy, Tommy, send her door to us. Tommy! Oh, it's lovely. We went to the, the Cliffs of Moor uh, today in the afternoon and saw it. It was beautiful. It's a honeymoon show, actually. It was written by the by the grooms by the bride's mother-in-law yeah you know which is a nice thing and the name of the tune is wasn't the fifth night of the honeymoon it's Mary cut your toenails you're tearing all the sheets it's the name yeah the yeah we're recording and that's what's so interesting in the past you know when the night of the honeymoon there wasn't such a word as honeymoon you just come home to the parlor now there might be one room and a kitchen and one bedroom and the kitchen tiny houses so you'd have a choice of either coming back 
and gone in with the modern law into the modern father's room for the first night your honeymoon or if we stayed outside in the kitchen you might be with six or seven brothers and sisters or, wow but that was why there were such big families yeah everything was stolen you know you'd have to couldn't do anything the sisters and brothers outside would be listening to see what, what they asked up to anything right the modern father had been silent you couldn't do anything inside in their room that easy you know and they listen they'd be listening as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> they would it was so funny yeah. they'd be rural but they'd be at the door listening for everything you know? oh I bet right yeah it's a newlywed so this is that tune now of course okay let's hear Oh, it's lovely. Yay. So now, look at that. That was Will Daly. <laughs>